Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Mike, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? Doing great, Ryan. Thanks for uh, having me on your show. Yeah, I'm excited. We're fellow mastermind brothers. So I'm excited to have you on and talk a little bit about personal development and maybe some business. Uh, let's kick this off like I do every show. Tell my audience of Morning Upgraders and who you are, what you do for a living, and then something that you're grateful for at the present moment. Sure. My name is Mike Suderman. I specialize in helping senior leaders like C-suite hire top-tier talent very quickly without sacrificing quality. And so basically, people always say to me, so what are you, a headhunter? And I say, yes, I am. I'm a headhunter. But it's really more than that. It's, you know, we're really trying to help our senior leaders bring on that talent that is very difficult to find. They struggle to find. So that, that's basically what I do. And uh, a win or something I'm grateful for, quite frankly, is calmness. And I know that might sound unusual, but um, in business and in life, I mean, if you have a really solid roadmap where you're going and how you're going to get there, and I kind of equate it to like flying an airplane and being instrument rated. I mean, if you can fly an airplane through thunderstorms and clouds and over a body of water using instruments, you know where you're going, you have a calmness about you, you know how to address various challenges because you trust the instruments and mm -hmm. it gives you peace of mind. And that's where I am right now with uh, life and business. I've got my instrument rating and I'm, I'm just flying along and it's uh, it feels good to not be in an anxious uh, jittery day to day. I mean, it's just nice to have the calmness. So that's what I'm grateful for. No, that's a good thing. That's a good word. And sometimes, sometimes it's not always like that in business. I know it wasn't always like that for you too. So well, we're going to circle no. back to that. Maybe, maybe you can give us some tips on how you brought the calmness to your life. Cause I think that's, you know, yeah. most people are overwhelmed. So it might be nice to hear some of your tips on that. Yeah, but let's, sure. let's first go to your morning routine. How, how do you start your days? <laughs> it's a fluid process, Ryan. I used to not have this process, but in the last 18 months or so, I've really started to change things around quite a bit. And I think a lot of that is, you know, we'll talk about it, but a lot of it also affects the calmness I have in my life right now. But my day starts with reading. I typically read about 10 or 15 minutes in the morning. I try for many, many years, I'd get up and the first thing, you know, we all do this. We go straight to our phones, right? What's going on? What's the news? What's our calendar? Whatever. I work hard not to go straight to the phone. So I'll pick up one of my books that I'm reading and uh, I'll read for 10 or 15 minutes. After I do that, I will, uh, and I've kind of woken up a little bit, I go into a, a, a three by 100. And what I mean by that is I do 100 push-ups, 100 crunches, and 100 air squats. It takes me about, I don't know, three or four minutes. It's. It, it, I've gotten to the point now where I can pretty much knock everything out in one full swoop. So I'll do that, and then I have uh, some coffee. And uh, along the way, my dot, my two golden retrievers are hanging out with me, so I got to let them out, you know, and let them do their thing in the backyard or whatever. And but that's typically the morning. Then I'll have some coffee and uh, take my youngest to school, and 
and I'm ready to go. So that's a typical routine. It's, you know, uh, it's 30 minutes, maybe 30, 30, 40 at the most. So yeah, that sounds that's nice. what I do. Yeah. So you, you read uh, every morning. I know the answer to this because we were just talking, but what, what book are you reading right now? So I'm reading a wonderful book written by an author of the name Napoleon Hill. He wrote uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, the book I'm reading right now is called Outwitting the Devil. And it is a game changer. You're the one that recommended it to me. So for your audience to know uh, where I got the idea, it was from Ryan. So you got to listen to Ryan's at. podcast. <laughs> so that's, that's why I, I asked my question. Uh, yeah, I blame you for it, but uh, it's probably one of the bu- best books I've read in quite some time. And and I, I'm a learned reader. Uh, historically, I have uh, challenges with dyslexia, and for the first probably 45 years of my life, I really disliked reading quite a bit. And finally, I just embraced the challenges I have with reading, and I've gotten better and better and better. And I also have adult attention deficit disorder. So the book has to be really, really good. And, you know, I mentioned uh, what I do in my morning routine. I didn't say I read for an hour. I said I read for like 15 minutes, but that's about all I can do before I start to wander with other ideas and so forth. So it's a great book. It's not a difficult read. It really has a strong focus on how to you know, I've known about this for many, many, many years as owning a variety of businesses, but your subconscious uh, will set your course. So Napoleon Hill, I don't want to summarize the book as that because it's not, but it talks a lot about how to, you can achieve whatever you set your mind on, but, you know, there's some processes you have to go through. It's a really great book. Outwitting the Devil, it's quite good. I don't yeah, recommend my- it. Yeah, one of my takeaways from the book too, and, and then we'll go to the calmness tips you have. One of the takeaways I have from the book is he talks about being not becoming a drifter. It's very easy to just oh, like, my gosh, yeah. you know, settle into what's comfortable and what's easy, and then you're just drifting along with no goals, no real purpose behind your daily actions. And it's easy because that's easy to do. And he talks about like just constantly trying to combat that self sabotage of becoming a drifter. And so that was really. Like, in fact, I heard that uh, over years ago. Oh, my gosh. I, I wish I would have read that. I mean, I wish the book was around even 20 years or 30 years ago. It was, but it wasn't ever published. That right. that concept of drifting, I'm thinking, I was reading the book, and I was thinking about, just not to get to belabor it, but it, over the holiday weekend, we were uh, up in the mountains skiing, and my 20-year-old brought his best friend, who was a valedictorian in high school, got a college scholarship, and he, for a variety of reasons, he he lost the scholarship, and now he's drifting. And I was reading all of the book about drifting and what occurs and why it occurs. And at the end of the day, my son's friend has lost focus, and he doesn't have a plan. And he is self-sabotaging and making up a gazillion excuses as to why he can't do this, can't do that, yeah. and yada, yada, yada. And I'm reading this, this chapter on what a drifter is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is we all know many, many people and ourselves might have been caught up in not having a, a plan and executing on it. And so, yeah, it's very powerful information. 
Got to give him the book. Got to got to get the book. Well, I I told him, him the I need to read. I need he needs to read the book. I told him. I've given people books before, and I give them with great intention and and you know generosity. And but I've also discovered that just because you give them the book doesn't. I mean, it just. And I've never had anyone come to me and say, "Hey, man, I read that book in like three days, and you know it's fantastic." No one's ever done that. They got, you got to be motivated enough to get the book yourself. True, very true. Yeah. So, all right. So let's, let's talk about your calmness. I know you haven't always had that. Um, and now you do. So why do you think you have it now? Are there any takeaways from my audience that they can implement in their own day to day? Sure. I really have to believe, and I've always been this way. I've always been a planner. I've always tried to focus as much as I can. I've always believed, as I mentioned earlier, and, your subconscious, your subconscious, your brain subconsciously can't discern the difference between what is real and what is just a thought in most respects. And in the book, Winning, Outwitting the Devil, they talk about mind over matter. We've all heard that mind over matter, mind over matter. But I really believe that the the calmness that I'm experiencing nowadays, and yes, to your point, it has not always been that way, um, is I've finally taken control of my life in, uh, across the board the, as much as I possibly can. I'm reminded, um, I'll, I'll step away from that thought for a second, I'm reminded on a couple things that I learned as a very young child that I didn't appreciate until I was in my 30s. My dad always used to say, Mike, you can only control 90 days at a time, 90 days. Now, that was in the, that was 30, 40 years ago or longer when my dad used to say that to my brother and I. And ironically, there's a, an author by the name of Brian Moran who wrote a book called The 12 Week Year. My dad was talking about 90 days at a time 30, 40 years ago. Um, wow. It makes a lot of sense. You can only control about 90 days at a time. So quit worrying about all that crap that's going on in your family, your life, your kids, your brothers, your sisters, all that stuff. You can't do anything about it in six months. Okay. Do what you can manage, what you can manage right now for 90 days. That's a big, big piece of it. The other part for me is taking back control of my time being very, very intentional. All kinds of people around the world that achieve amazing things in their lives. They create things, they make things, they achieve things. We all get 24 hours. No one, you know, one's getting more hours. We're all getting the same amount of time. So be intentional with your time. And the last thing that's really helped me, and I'll repeat this, is having a roadmap believing uh, or focusing rather on what I'm trying to achieve and having those instruments, having that roadmap and the stick-to-itiveness to achieve it. There are a lot of people that might might call you crazy. They think you're crazy to do whatever. Or, I mean, you know, Ryan, you're, you own a couple businesses. I own a couple businesses. I mean, there are always going to be naysayers. You have to be convicted in whatever you're pursuing that it, it it's what you want to achieve you got to set your mind to it but you got to create a game plan and you got to you got to do it one step at a time you can't you know 
eat the pizza in in one bite. Eat the, right. you know, the we've always heard the saying: you had to eat an elephant one bite at a time. You got to just one foot after the other and, and pursue it. And you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have roadblocks. You're going to be defeated sometimes, but you just got to be convicted. I'm reminded of Thomas Edison, and I can't remember where I read it. I'm sure, pretty sure it wasn't in. It might have been in in the book, but um, it took him ten thousand attempts to figure out light and the light bulb. And say most people give up after ten or fifteen tries; they just give up. So you got to persevere. So those are things that I think are uh, really critical. The last thing I'll wrap up with, which I believe I'm 100% convicted, I believe in this 100%. You got to surround yourself with five people that make you better. We've heard it if you're in business. um, uh, Most people have heard it, but you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. You don't necessarily have to hang out with them. And if you hang out with them, that's fine. But you got to hang out with five people that are going to make you better because you're the average of those five. And I think that's super important uh, to be able to, I'm just reminded, and I don't want to go too long on this, but I have two kids. I have a 20-year-old and a 15-year-old. And my 20-year-old in high school hung out with the top with these really five great kids and some of them have gone different ways and he's shedding some and hanging and replacing them with five, two or three other stronger people. And he's got a really good group. My 15 year old is learning the consequences and, and what needs to be, you know, how to, you know, encircle herself with five very strong people that make her better and be the average of those five. So I think it's super important. But from a calmness standpoint, having a game plan, being control of your time, being intentional, focusing, and just enjoying the journey. You know, it's not the destination where we're going, but it's a journey. And journeys have, you drive from Florida to California, it's, it's yeah, on the map, it's, you know, one shot, you know, by the, it might curve or this or that. But once you get on the road, you don't know what kind of obstacles you're going to run into. Enjoy the journey. Life's short, man. It is short. <clears throat> and then, you know, all this stuff that you figured out that you, that you were just talking on, I don't think it's uh, talking talking about. I don't think it's no, it's no surprise that, you know, your business had a great year last year. And so I don't think there's I don't think that's a coincidence. I think it's all kind of tied together. And uh, I think what you shared there the last five minutes or so, there's a lot, lot of gems to pull from there. So everyone listening might want to rewind, listen to the last five minutes again and, and uh, take some notes. Thanks, Mike. Sure. Happy to help. Enjoy so it. So we're at the end of our time, but I want to ask you this one question, wrap it up. I like to ask about the meaning of life um, through your lens and through your experience thus far on planet Earth. Uh, what is the meaning of life? Well, I just said it a second ago. I mean, you got to you got to enjoy the journey. I mean, yeah. it's not the destination, it's the journey. And I also really believe you need to give to get. I just think that's super important. Uh so many people are worried about what they're getting and yeah. they forget that giving can be as simple as opening the door for somebody walking in a in a restaurant or um uh, I was in a grocery store the other day and this lady, I was looking at something and this lady asked me if I could 
help her get something off a shelf because I was a foot and a half taller than she was. It was not a big deal, of course, but I mean, you know, it's just kind of random acts of kindness. Give. There are many, many ways. I'm not saying you got to go out and give somebody a couple thousand bucks for a charity or whatever. I'm talking about just little, little stuff. It, it, give to get is very, very important. But even more importantly, I just think, you know, we spend so much time and energy in life trying to make money or get somewhere or achieve something or, you know, have material objects or go on these major vacations or do whatever we do, right? But slow down. It goes fast. Enjoy the journey. You're going to have obstacles. Um, when I graduated from college, my dad gave me a book by Dr. Seuss, Oh, the Places You'll Go. And it talks about the journey that somebody makes throughout his or her career and their life. And you got to slow down and just enjoy. I mean, we're all reminded uh, by things that have happened in the you know, NFL the last few weeks and everything else. I mean, enjoy life. It's short. That's the last few years, especially I've been just trying to figure out the perfect balance and I don't think I'll ever figure it out exactly, but just trying to like go down the path of working hard and doing well, but also having fun, enjoying my life. And so, and and bringing my family along, we all try to have fun, you know, road trips and things like that. Cause if you're not intentional about it, at least based on my experience, it's very easy to go into work mode all the time. And before you know it, 30 years pass, and you're like, wait, uh, shoot, you know? And so it just takes a lot of intentionality and being present for my, in my experience. Yeah. I I mean, it's, um, we've all heard it, especially those of us that own businesses that when you're on your deathbed, no one says, well, I wish I would have worked an extra 20 hours a week. I mean, no one ever says that, but you know, when you, when you're in the middle of it and you're trying to run companies and, and even if you're not running a company and you're working in a corporate role, it really doesn't matter. But, um, you just gotta, you know, most of us in this world are not doing brain surgery, right? Um, we are, number crunching or selling cars or doing something and it's not life or death and for those who your listeners might be who are physicians or working in life or death situations the first responders of the world and so forth i i applaud you and 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 we all appreciate your efforts but it's even everyone just has to slow down long enough to be appreciative and i'm reminded and i'll wrap up real quick by saying that over the holidays my a couple of my family members were super sick over thanksgiving and and we had a very non-conventional thanksgiving because we were all sick and i just i told my whole family i said we need to be grateful for living in the united states and having modern medicine and having the wherewithal and health insurance to be able to get medications and, and do what we need to do to manage through the obstacles. So we need to slow down, take a deep breath and, and just be thankful. I think. Yep. Good way to end this uh, interview. Yeah. And I will say, I, I do feel calmer after talking to you. So, you know, this last 20 minutes, so <laughs> call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I just meditated. Mm-hmm. Mike, if someone wants to connect with you, where should we send them? 
they can feel free to call me. You can put my number on, on, uh, or I'll just tell you it's three, three, six, four, zero, four, four, six, one, zero. If they want to call and talk about their career or position or whatever, they can also visit my, uh, my firm's website at www.ascentselect.com. It's a S C E N T select.com. Happy. I talk to any, I'll talk to anybody. I mean, I'm happy to help any way I can. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you. All right, bud. Yeah, enjoyed it. Thanks, Ryan. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.